expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. It is a lovely Thursday evening. In fact, I think it was like 51 degrees when I was driving in. Um, definitely much colder earlier in the day, so we, we're, it seems like we're moving into our typical weather pattern that gets warm in the evening until hopefully it'll be warm in the morning. What do you think, Tom? Are you, do you think we're heading there? You know, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to when that does happen. At least it hasn't been raining as much lately. True. Yeah. Yeah. So. And nothing's freezing in my yard right now. I'm freezing, yes. you know, when no, I'm in the yard. But ridiculously cold. But. <laughs> it's ridiculously cold yeah. for May. Yeah. That, yeah, definitely. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like, you know. But then again, I think at the same time, my family's down in Arizona. It is not ridiculously cold <laughs> there. So at the same time, kind of like, you know, it's cool. It's one of those things where you're like, all right, it's not bad, but I'm really ready for summer to I'm be I'm really here. ready. <laughs> I'm absolutely ready. So tonight on the show, we're going to talk about positive thinking, thinking positively. I'm going to explain some of the dynamics about why this is so important. A lot to do with um, co-creation, manifesting, and quantum physics. Um, I won't go in course into any great detail about the science, but just in layman's terms, the things that I understand about manifesting. And so we're going to um, give out the phone number so that people can call in. Yeah. If you want to give us a call and talk to Marie tonight, give us a call at 877-825-8828. That number one more time, 877-825-8828. Or you can give us a call locally at 425-373-5527. Great. Thanks, Tom. So just know that any you can call in for any reason. It doesn't have to be just about thinking positively. Um, as most of you know, I'm an intuitive. Um, I work in the field of energy medicine. My background is in actually traditional medicine. I was an oncology nurse. And so I'm happy to answer any of your questions. So please feel free to call in. Yesterday evening, my youngest daughter um, received her honors cord from high school. She'll be graduating next month. And the principal of her high school um, gave the most lovely speech and in his speech, he talked about what successful people do consistently over and over again. And he talked about three basic aspects of a s- successful person. And one he talked about was aptitude, you know, having a talent or something that a person can recognize and um, that they do well and that they enjoy. And then also being focused. So being dedicated and focused to that craft or that aptitude. And then thirdly, he said, being optimistic and surrounding yourself with people who are also positive. He talked about, um, the principal talked about how even geniuses, um, people who, you know, had found specific talents or could pretty much accomplish anything they set out for through their lack or through their wisdom, didn't do very well if they didn't have a positive attitude or didn't surround themselves um, with positive people. And I, I thought that was a very profound statement and a wonderful thing to say to a group of honor students, kids that were being inducted into the honor system, and then honoring the seniors that will be graduating in a few weeks or about a month. So um, 
when it comes to quantum physics, quantum physics is a study of subatomic particles, electrons and protons and all these little energy dots, if you will, that actually hold the universe together. In fact, you know, quantum physics, the science of quantum physics has proven what metaphysics have always believed for years is that everything is made out of energy and that our thoughts and our feelings and beliefs greatly affect everything that happens in our life. I kind of look at it um, in terms of standing in between two worlds. You know, there's the third dimensional space and all the things that are made out of energy, like the chair I'm sitting in tonight and the microphone I'm speaking into is actually made out of energy, even though in a third dimensional reality, it looks like a solid piece of material. In the non-physical world, in um, another dimensional space, um, where nothing is really formed um, in a solid pattern, it's it's basically an unlimited space of energy where even probably more particles exist in some way instead of a fixed place like the third dimensional space. That's where also our thoughts and our feelings move towards the unlimited and then create before it comes into the third dimensional space. So in other words, anything that's ever here in physical form in structure has already been created in the non-physical world. And it is created based on our thoughts and our feelings and what we believe in. So it's really important to stay focused positively, even when things appear bleak. I know one of the most trying times in my life in terms of staying positive was when um, my ex-husband and I were fighting um, for custody of our children. We both love our girls very, very much. And I couldn't even think positively about the outcome because it was so hard for me to hold a positive thought. I really didn't know that much about manifesting. At least I hadn't really formally studied it at that time. And so what I chose to do and what I recommend that all of you do if you're having a difficult time in your life, whatever it is, and you're not able to hold a positive thought about it or think positively or feel positively, then please don't think about it at all. You're better off avoiding the thought processes and bringing more negative energy to you, bringing more possibilities of creating a negative influence in this third dimensional space by just avoiding it altogether. And it's not about not living in reality. It's really about not bringing more negativity to a situation. So that's what I did. I just couldn't possibly think about it at all. I didn't. And um, for me, I felt that the outcome was uh, positive. So that works too. If you can't hold a positive intention about it, then go ahead and don't think about it at all. Think about other things that are unrelated that can bring you some relief or some pleasure, some peace that can put you in some neutral perspective. So I noticed that we have a phone call. We do. We've got Anthony on the line calling from Indianapolis. Okay. Hi, Anthony. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Good. What can I do for you tonight? Yes, I'm actually calling from Indianapolis. And I stumbled across this number on the internet, but um, the reason I'm calling is that I have a very close friend of mine in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten really close over the past two years, and I feel that our friendship could turn into something more. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I'm actually uh, in the process of getting ready to move there in the probably in the next few months, mm-hmm. and I just want to know is. Uh, is it possible that our relationship could go further? Yeah, I think it is possible the relationship could go further. I think she's looking for some sort of confirmation from you. And and so have you, I know you're talking about moving there, but have you been a little bit wishy-washy about moving? Yeah, I haven't been <laughs> like right. I should have. Right. And, and it's not a should or shouldn't have. I mean, it's a big decision to move across the country and, and all that good stuff. Um, have Well, I guess this won't be across the country, but have you spoken to her about furthering the relationship? Well, I've 
I, I don't know if you could really say that we talked about it. I mean, mm-hmm. she knows that that what I feel, she knows that, you know, that I like her in the romantic sense. I don't think she knows how much. And I think one of the things, well, two of the things that I think may be kind of put up uh, that she may have, you know, doubts about is that, one, there's a significant age difference between us. She's 31, she'll be 32 this year. I'm 22, mm-hmm. and uh, she also has a little five-year-old girl that mm-hmm. you know she's very cautious about, and I absolutely adore her little girl. <laughs> well, she's a lucky um, woman to have a man in her life who adores her child and her. So that's why I, I, what I picked up about her, she's incredibly practical, you know, and probably because she's had to take good care of her, herself and her daughter. And so that's why you don't see her perhaps returning as much affection. I don't see her pulling away from you or speaking negatively or that she's not interested, but perhaps she's not being um, positive about the relationship because she is quite practical and you live far away and there's this age difference. So I think that once you move there, if that's something you want to do, not just for her, by the way, you know, because I, I think it's really hard when you're making a life altering choice or making decisions about your future. It can't just be about that relationship. Because what if you move there and the relationship doesn't work out? And now, now what? Well, she's not the sole reason because Good. I have lived in Atlanta twice and right. I went to go on the illustration. And, you know, Atlanta has some of the best, you know, schools for that. Good. Um, but it's, uh, I'll, but I can't lie, I mean, she is a major part of that. I mean, when I think about her, I think about, you know, the you know five, six years from now, I really can't imagine my life without that far her. ahead without her. Right. So, so I actually think that you're going to have a positive experience once you settle there and she realizes you're not going to go anywhere and that your feelings are genuine and that it's really okay for her to be with a younger man, you know, once she gets out of the practical kind of common sense thinking of her mind. Um, so I think that the outcome will be positive. I do appreciate the fact that you are moving there for other reasons, you know, just in case. Um, and, and so I, I do think that you will be together. And I would love it if you keep me posted and let me know what happens. All right. And also, I just want to know, because of of how strongly I feel about her, I mean, would it hurt? Could it hurt the situation in me if I really let her truly know how I feel? No, I, I think that's very important. I think speaking honestly about our feelings to one another, it can never really hurt. I mean, yes, if we're rejected, certainly that is a painful experience. But I think that when we care about people and we love them, um, how could that ever really hurt? So I think you should go ahead and, and tell her how you feel with, you know, the, the whole thought process idea of also moving there and taking residence. So I, th- I think they can go hand in hand quite nicely. She's just, you know, she's practical because I think she's had um, people in her life that she couldn't trust in the past. And so she's, you know, more protective of putting herself out there. Yes, she is. She, uh, she actually lives with her adoptive mother. and she, she really, you know, she, has, uh, she doesn't really have a good relationship with her birth mother. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Her adoptive siblings, mm-hmm. um, you know, she really doesn't get along with them and Sometimes mm-hmm. she tells me that when she leaves her daughter in their care, sometimes that you know she's very uh, she's very doubtful that you know she's always she doesn't feel like you know there's really a lot of people that are as far as her family that's looking out for her. Right, right, and you know part of having 
differences in our life like that is also about trusting and appreciating and loving ourselves. So that's something, you know, I hope that she learns to work on for herself so that she can love herself and create more positive experiences in her life with family or friends or whomever. And I think that you're a good person to help her with that. So I wish you the best of luck. All right. Thank you. And thanks for calling in. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead, Tom, and go to the phone lines. Okay. We've got Lori on the line from Redmond. Hi, Lori. Hi, Marie. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What can I do for you? Um, My question is, I've had an energy practice for several years, Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of having this new experience where um, I'm I'm having lots of physical movement when I'm working on people. It feels like my body's almost going into, like, compulsions or something. (laughs) And I'm just kind of wondering what your take is on that. Right. What it means is that you're actually beginning to move more energy into your own body. And for whatever reason, your body's not completely comfortable with it, so it may jerk. Some people actually sway, you know, and and Mm -hmm. I think you've probably experienced some of that in the past. So when the flow isn't easily received and there's some sort of... um, blockage, if you will. And obviously the energy is still moving in. It's moving through the blockage. That's why you're having like the jerking or the sudden movement. And so that's all great. Um, I think that energy workers, um, when they become, um, you know, more advanced in their craft, their whole energy system has to be calibrated, has to move up and expand so so that they can absorb and move more energy. So it's very common and normal to have those experiences. Cool. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Thank you. Good. And congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Okay. Any other questions? Um, no, not that I can think of. Good. Well, go out in the world and and be an energy worker. Great. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. okay. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. So I'm just going to go over again about this whole idea of subatomic particles. So just imagine everything you think and you feel creates subatomic patterning. So electrons and protons come up and form a figure, a foundation, or some sort of structure based on what you're thinking and feeling. And so when we continually focus on the same thing, particularly negative things, then it's very difficult for a situation to change because the particles have formulated a belief, if you will, or a structure. And then those structures manifest in the third dimensional space. So that's why it's incredibly important to remain positive, to find ways to think outside of the box. And recently in the news, um, you know, all over the media, we hear about recessions. And I think initially people were like, eh, I don't know. And, and the more we hear it, more and more and people go, yeah, it's going to be a recession. And, you know, more and more we feel somewhat convinced and our minds come together collectively. And then what are we doing in the non-physical world? We're creating dynamics that are going to support this. It's going to it's now a thought process. It can become a belief. And then when those things happen, then they begin to manifest in, in the physical world. So it's really important as an individual, even if you can't you know, control the media or your neighbors, the people you work with, or even your own family members, but what you can do is allow your focus to be different, somehow aligned with what you would really like to see in your life, like a re- recession-free environment for you. Because just because you're part of the human race doesn't mean that your experiences have to be that of the collective whole. You can have your own unique experiences that are aligned with your thoughts and your lifestyle that you wish to have. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phones again, Tom? Okay, we've got Mary on the line calling from Seattle. Hi, Mary. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Great. What can I do for you? Um, My question is kind of twofold. Um, My husband and I have started a new business and I'm helping manage more and more. Mm-hmm. But I'm still working at my part-time job that I've had for many, many years, and I still love it. But I don't know. I'm 
feeling like I should quit it and give my full energy to this new business. But I'm afraid. Well, I shouldn't say I'm afraid. <laughs> um, I want to think positive that this will succeed. <laughs> but I'm um, I'm not sure whether I should let go of this job that I've had forever and ever. When I look at the part-time job, what I see that you like the most is the socialization. And I don't know exactly what you do, but apparently you've formed a bond with many of the people that work there. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's really what you're going to miss most of all is the camaraderie, the socialization, hanging out with people who are now your friends. Mm -hmm. And when you talked about the new business, I wrote down the word congratulations. So that means I feel really good energy about the business. I don't know what it is, of course, but I feel really great about your husband's psyched, by the way. He's just (laughs) very, very excited. And this is wonderful. This he is sending that type of energy to the non-physical world, you know, because he's so excited. He thinks so positively about it. Um, What I tell some people is I feel like I'm addicted to energy medicine. I love it so much. And when you have a positive feeling or connection to something, you're sending all this positive energy to it all the time. And that's exactly what your husband's doing. I don't know what the business is, but he wakes up with it first thought in the morning, not in a negative, but more like a woohoo. And then Mm -hmm. it's the last thought he has before he goes to bed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he is genuinely and incredibly excited. So the other portion is certainly you could quit this part-time job and go help him out full-time. He does want you to do that. I don't know if you know that or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does want you yeah. to do that. What I would ask that you do is, what do you want to do with your life? I mean, because this is his passion. It's lovely that you want to support him. Well, it has now become mine. It I has am too. very, very, very passionate about this okay. new endeavor. I'm just worried that that it's not going to make it. Right. Well, you know, it, it, so won't, won't it be fun if you can change some of your thought processes regarding that? You know, so this is, not, you know, when you're, when we're manifesting, we're creating, it's not about common sense. Mm-hmm. It's about what feels good. And now you say that this is becoming your passion as well. Although mm-hmm. I slightly disagree <laughs> with you. I mean, I think you're excited for your husband and, and what it may do, but I don't think this is exactly your passion. I think this is his passion. And I'm sure you're excited about it. I think what will be fun for you ultimately is to then figure out what your passion is, too. You know, Mm -hmm. what is it that when you open your eyes first thing in the morning that you can't get off your head and you're so excited to create or be participate in that? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's perfectly safe to help your husband, and you could always get a part-time job somewhere else if you wanted to, or this company would most likely hire you back in a heartbeat, yeah. you know, because they love you too. Yeah. Um, so it, what I would do before you quit the job, because I think you're going to actually, so <laughs> before you quit is to really think positively about it. And positively means see you and your husband and your dreams coming true, feeling it. What would it feel like to be successful in this building, in this business? Think about that. Spend some yeah. time and and really get your energy into what the feeling truly would feel like. And then spend time every day, a few minutes even, actually being in that energy. Because that's what creates success. Remember, positive thinking prepaves your future. And because Great. you're sending energy out to the unlimited world, and then that energy eventually comes into the physical world and forms something. Okay. That's wonderful. <laughs> okay. And, and look for your passion, too. I think, yes. I think that would be wonderful. I would love to know what that is for you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So um, supporting a, another person's passion is a wonderful thing. I've been very blessed to have a lot of people in my life who have supported me and mine. Um, but ultimately, it's important that 
an individual goes out in the world and figure out what their passion is. Um, My assistant, Karen, um, I always tell her that she can't quit yet. She can't figure out her destiny (laughs) because I just love her as an assistant. She's wonderful and and takes wonderful care of the clients and myself. Um, But truly, the truth is, is that if she ever discovered whatever that is for her, um, I would support her 100%. So why don't we go ahead and give out those numbers again, Tom? Okay. If you want to give us a call tonight, go ahead and do that at 877-825-8828. That number one more time, 877-825-8828, or locally at 425-373-5527. Great. You know, one of the things that's really fascinating about the human race is collectively, as a group of beings, we haven't reached a place where as soon as we think something, it's created. And I always say, thank goodness, because most of our thoughts are really quite negative. Most of us are very fearful. We worry about things that may never happen. We worry about crime, even if we haven't, even if we live in a safe neighborhood and we haven't heard of any, you know, violent crime in our neighborhood for years. Um, We watch the news and we're reminded over and over again about all the difficulties that happen throughout the entire world, even if it's not happening in our own country. And, And so thankfully, when we do think negatively, things aren't creating on a rapid scale. It takes time. And that's why it's very important to put aside time regularly, whether it's every day or multiple times a day, where you can feel the joy or the happiness or the excitement that you would feel if something that you're wanting to create actually manifested in the third dimensional space. And it takes practice to kind of figure out what that would feel like. So imagine you wanted to have a loving relationship. What would it feel like to be in a loving relationship? How would your day look? Um, what would you talk about? Um, how much laughter would there be? And so you really have to contemplate, first of all, what is it that you really want, and then start designing in your mind and your emotions, your feelings, what that would feel like. And then you send that out to the non-physical realm. And then the non-physical realm eventually brings it to the physical world. But things, thankfully, work rather slowly on the physical world. And so imagine, let's say if it was partnership, then the person who would be Um, the partner based on the emotions that you're feeling, you know, someone who would meet that vibrational match has to come into contact with you, whether that's through the internet or someone puts you on a blind date with someone or you run into each other at a coffee shop. So all of these things in the physical world take a little bit more time. Life actually moves quite slowly here in the physical world and moves much, much faster in other time, space, realities and other dimensions. Um, But nevertheless, don't give up if whatever you're focusing on isn't here right away because again it takes time in the physical realm so why don't we go ahead and go to the phones tom okay we've got roxanne on the line she's calling from seattle hi roxanne hi how are you fine good what can i do for you tonight um i i just would like to get closer to what my passion is sure i kind of jump around a lot Mm -hmm. and i wondered if there's anything you know that would help me get to staying on something and get deeper into it. Right. Um, f- could you just close your eyes for a moment? I know that's a really weird request. No. <laughs> um, but I actually know that you're fairly intuitive. And in a way, energetically, you keep, keep kind of pushing me out of your aura. And maybe that's what it feels like in your life, like everything kind of gets pushed out of the way and then you don't know where to go again. <laughs> you know, it's like you have to restart all over again. Is that true? Does it kind of feel like that in your life? Well, I don't know. I get excited about a lot of things, and mm-hmm. it just goes, I don't know what happens, but then I get excited about something else. 
<laughs> and then it disappears. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's kind of what I felt like when I was in your aura. You know, I could see you. I could see your third eye. It's actually quite lovely. And then I got pushed out of your aura. So that's why I had you close your eyes um, so that I could reconnect with you without your kind of looking at me in a way, kind of just blinding you for a few moments, if you will. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm, I'm getting, because there really are so many things you could do. I mean, you're so lucky to feel passion, because some people actually don't know what that feels like. But what I'm picking up on is once the intensity reaches a certain point, I think it scares the heck out of you. Yeah. And yeah. you don't know what to do. So you, you freeze. You freeze down. You, kind of, you start contracting your energy. And then you, you back away or the momentum disappears and, and you continue to back away. So, um, so that's a problem. So the, and I'm all, I'm all of a sudden back in your childhood. So this started pretty early on in life. How I look at co-creating and manifesting and subatomic particles and all these lovely, wonderful things is that our belief systems start in childhood. And our belief systems begin based on the experiences we have while we're a child. And these experiences that we have are real to us. They actually occur. And we form our perception based on these experiences. And then the perception creates thoughts and beliefs. So it's really important to change the perception. Because right now you're having all these experiences. Because this has been going on for like years. Is that correct? Yeah. And so you're having experiences. And so something in your childhood triggered you that if you get too happy, if you get too excited, something bad's going to happen. Um, so whether, you know, you were at a birthday party and you were so happy and then you got in trouble and got a spanking, I don't know what it was, you know, or maybe you were at a happy time in your childhood and something happened in the family, um, but you perceived that you're going to, it's going to be dangerous if you maintain your passion. And, and so in doing that, you safeguard yourself, you know, you move into a place of contracting and you start to lower your energy and you ramp everything down and then it disappears. So here's what I would love for you to do. Although, um, I, I, I changed my mind. I was actually going to say one thing, but I'm going to say something else. Because I was going to ask you, you know, to go out and find another, another passion. But now I think you'll be too afraid because I'm asking you to face one of your defense mechanisms, right? So I want you to go back to something that has really fed you passionately, probably something more than once. And really give yourself, you know, let yourself get wrapped up into it. Get all excited about it again. And when you start to notice yourself contracting, I want you to tell yourself the truth. And the truth is that it's normal to be happy. It's normal to be wealthy. It's normal to be, uh, I already said happy, um, to be healthy. And it's normal to be loved. So you need to give yourself a pep talk and kind of your cells and your DNA will listen to you. I want you to actually literally talk out loud to your body so that it gets a new message while you're feeling happy and joyful and passionate about something. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And so what I do know that whatever you do, it will be in the creative field. And if you want to utilize your intuition, you absolutely can because you are very intuitive. Okay. Does that, do you think that'll yeah, be easy I'm, to do? I'm, I'm going to. Do that. Good. And so if you start to contract again when this happens, don't worry. Be very nurturing to yourself. Be patient because we're talking about a defense mechanism that was created from a real experience in childhood. And so please nurture yourself. Be kind to yourself. And then give yourself permission to be happy. Okay. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Great. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now. So we're going to go ahead and go um, to break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And so if people want to call in, what's the numbers for them to use, Tom? They can give us a call at one 825 8828 That number one more time, 
425-8828, or if they're in the Western Washington area, just give us a call locally at 425-373-5527. And we will be right back with the Marie Manu Cherry Show. The Marie Manu Cherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. It's here, an evening with Marie Manucheri and friends. Every month on the third Wednesday, this two-hour class promises to inspire you and surround you with like-minded people. Come explore topics like manifest your goals and desires, meet your spirit guides, embrace your intuition, bridging worlds, and balance your human energy system. This Wednesday evening class is held in Seattle from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., the third Wednesday of every month, January through October. Classes will be held at the Residence in Marriott Lake Union, 800 Fairview Avenue North in Seattle. Parking is free on the street, near the hotel, or in the garage. Just pull up to the hotel and ask the front desk for a parking key. For more information, visit my website at www.energyintuitive.com or call the office at 425-825-5671. See you there. On June 7th, Marie teaches a new class called Healing Our Children's Health Issues here in Seattle. Currently, the United States has over 300,000 children diagnosed with autism. That's basically one out of every 150 children. We also have over 2 million children with attention deficit disorder. New research suggests that our children are experiencing autoimmune deficiencies that are affecting their brains. The solar plexus, or third chakra, governs the immune system. Energetically, the human race is collectively working on their solar plexus. The solar plexus is about self-love. Perhaps our children are teaching us on a core level how to love each other no matter what. Come to this one-day seminar and learn techniques on how to enhance a healthy immune system, how to heal our children, ourselves, and our world. For more information, call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie on the web at energyintuitive.com. 1150kknw.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy medicine meet. Tonight we're talking about co-creation manifesting, being positive basically in subatomic particles. Particles truly do create what we see in this world. So everything that we have, a human being had to think about it first, pretty much. I'm, I'm sure that creation participates enormously in all of that, like creating penicillin. Um, but we needed to participate in this co-creation. You know, remember, it wasn't too long ago that human beings actually thought the planet Earth was flat. And, and then eventually we recognized that it wasn't, that we weren't going to fall off the face of the Earth. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And so our entire perception changed. You know, mm-hmm. and perhaps that led us to studying astronomy and, and many other things. So perception requires growth and change, and that's all about consciousness and awareness. Part of being positive is also thinking positively about others. 
particularly if you feel betrayed or that people are unkind to you, the more you think about that, the more of those experiences you're going to attract to you. So it's important to ask when you're in a difficult situation or something that's trying, what is this experience wanting to teach me? What is it that I want to learn in this moment? Because at every moment we're learning. And that's also about embracing, learning to embrace a circumstance and then thinking positively about it so we can create a positive outcome. And I notice we have a caller on the line. We do. We've got Chris on the line from Puyallup. Hi, Chris. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Great. What can I do for you? Well, I started having panic panic attacks um, while driving, especially on the freeway, uh, about 10 to 11 months ago. Mm. It's been ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gotten a little bit better, but I haven't been on the freeway in mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of wondering uh, if there's some exercises or some kind of work I can do um, to help calm myself down. Sure. I do have an adrenal problem. Ah. Mm-hmm. I do have uh, corti- too much cortisol, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to start medication for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, you know, what else I can do. Yeah. Um, what happened 24 months ago in your life, two years ago? Is there um, some event that occurred? 24 months ago? Uh-huh. Two years. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I was going through a lot of problems with our teen. Mm-hmm. At work, you mean? Um, no. No, with my, your teenager? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so did those resolve? Um, <laughs> it's a lot better now than it, it was before. Good. But it, it was pretty bad. Okay, so what happened is that 24 months ago, your buttons got pushed. So somehow, you know, because of whatever happened with your teenager, and I'm glad things are better, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you just happen to have a very strong-willed teenager. You know? Yes, I do. <laughs> right? And so somehow it pushed your buttons about your own adolescence, something that happened. Not that you acted out. I don't see you as a teenager acting out, but I do see you feeling trapped, hmm. um, which is interesting. So a lot of times when our children reach a particular age, if there's something that we're needing to heal, we may be activated. And, and so it's kind of a nature's way of giving us another opportunity to heal something that happened in our past. Mm-hmm. So, and your teenagers probably subconsciously been helping you with this. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so um, do you, is that true? Did you feel trapped as a teenager or not listened to something of that nature? I think I just felt very insignificant. Mm, insignificant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this, you know, pressurized you somewhat and put you back into that place that you were as a teenager. And and then, of course, having the problems where you already feel insignificant and then having, you know, some uncomfortable experiences with your own child that you were, you know, incredibly worried about your child's safety, actually. And so everything got pushed. Your adrenal glands, of course, then went into high priority working, right? Mm -hmm. That's what they did. They were actually already fairly depleted before that happened, in my opinion. I think you tend to run high on your adrenals. The last three years have Mm. been really difficult. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, And so, you know, now you can actually begin to tell yourself that everything's okay, you know, that, or it's getting better. Okay. You know, that that's what I'm getting, that you're actually doing that already because the teenager is calming down and things aren't going too crazy. Um, yeah. And you're actually getting help for your adrenals. Are you seeing a natural path? Or? Yes, I am. Great. That's exactly what I would love for you to do because I think this is going to take time to build those adrenals. acupuncture for the anxiety too. Yay, yay. But um, even there with my acupuncture appointment, I felt trapped. I know. See, it's a trapped feeling. And I got feeling. very sick afterwards. Yeah. It's this trapped feeling. Yeah, I feel trapped mm-hmm. in the car, trapped right. at the traffic light. 
Right. And the freeway, you know, where it's, yeah, it's really hard to change lanes. It's not always easy to exit. You know, you have to really be. Exactly. Right. So here's what I'm actually going to ask you to do. Two things. One, let this be okay. You know, you are going through a healing process internally. So can you just let yourself be okay in this place and not try to fix it? Other than please go to the acupuncturist and the naturopath and all these wonderful things that you're choosing to do for your health. Okay. But emotionally, please don't beat yourself up about it or think that there's something wrong with you. Your being is healing something very significant. I believe that things that we're working on in this this lifetime are a reflection of things that we're wanting to heal in previous lifetimes. So feeling trapped could go, you know, centuries back into mm-hmm. some other a lot worse experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Exactly. And so and your being is on a healing cycle from what I can see. So nurturing your being um, and giving yourself permission to be you know, where you are in this instead of being hard on yourself because you are getting better and you will get better. I I think in less than eight months, you're going to notice a huge, you'll be driving on the freeway. Definitely. And you will. And I know eight months seems like a long time, but if we're talking about healing something that is centuries old, then eight months is just a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Uh, So here's the other piece. So being kind to yourself about this so that you can nurture and heal. And then the other piece about it is also to, um, embrace it. You know, like, this is exciting. I'm finding new ways to drive on the road, you know, to, <laughs> really. Um, I, I know that sounds odd, but anything that we fight against actually gets more difficult. Mm, yeah. So if we can embrace something that's challenging, then then that's what allows the subatomic particles to change their pattern. If we stay focused in the same way with the similar viewpoints, similar belief system, then the subatomic particles have absolutely no choice but then to maintain that formation. But as soon as you let go, surrender, then the particles can move in all different directions and you move into an unlimited field of co-creation. Okay. So embrace the fact that, number one, your body is healing itself of something incredibly old and ancient. Congratulations for this opportunity. <laughs> and that you get to find new and exciting ways to get places and where you might have to make some pit stops along the way. Okay. <laughs> okay. And do you think it's okay that I... I'm able to slow down because I can't seem to take the speed on the freeway right now. Yeah, I think not driving on the freeway is, if you can avoid it, that's what you need to do. Take the scenic routes, (laughs) stop for coffee, lunch, just nurture yourself, you know, continue to tell yourself, wow, I'm healing something, huh? And and I can't drive on a freeway. Oh, well. (laughs) And and then your teenager, um, is your teenager in any therapy or counseling right now? No, she's. She pretty much doesn't want to do anything. I know. Um, I, I do think I agree with you. She's getting better and, and things are shifting for her. But it would be great if she could have someone outside of the family and outside of her friends to talk to. Yeah. That she could trust. So it, it would. It really would. So keep your eyes open to that. You know, perhaps talk to the school counselor about it um, if you feel that that person is someone that you feel comfortable with. But I think it would be really great to, um, you know, to let someone else intervene and help out. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, and good luck. Keep me posted. Okay, thank you. All right, have Bye. fun on the road. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, Bye. Bye. I think what's hard and challenging but really important to understand is that letting go of the fear of things turning out a particular way is so incredibly important because when we're frightened, we're staring into the face of these subatomic particles, and they are in a focused, intense, frozen pattern, and we literally need to back away from the fear Um, find another way to look at the situation so that the particles can shift formation and Mm -hmm. then we can have opportunity for change. 
That makes sense. Yeah. If we were in a quantum physics laboratory right now and there was an electron microscope in front of us and, and you know, we were scientists and we were looking into the uh, microscope, what we would see is electrons and protons. And if we're focusing on something in our mind, then these particles are going to create a formation based on what we're focused on. I know that sounds very odd. If we change our mind, if we stop thinking about what we are focusing on, the particles change patterns. They, they may even completely move out of the microscope, out of the dish, and just hmm. fly off. And, and that's because we live in an unlimited universe. It's just difficult to really understand that when you live in a physical reality, when everything seems so structured and unchangeable or very slow to change. But the reality is anything can change at any moment, absolutely anything. So I know we have some phone lines open. So what are those numbers, Tom? Yeah, certainly if anybody would like to give us a call today, uh, do that at one 825 8828 That's 1-877-825-8828 or locally at 425-373-5527. Very nice. So, Tom, here's an example. Okay. I, I know that recently, well, I know you're going to be going back to school soon. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, yes. Still in the application process. Okay. In the application process. And what was holding you back before is that you didn't think you had the resources for it. Yeah. Right? Cashola. <laughs> <laughs> and so you basically said, eh, that's not going to happen to me. You know, you basically said for a period of time, if I remember well. Yeah. That, no, there was. There was mm-hmm. a good chunk of time where. Right. Yeah. And so it didn't happen. This is true. And then you started to change your mind about it. You're like, well, I wonder. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Well, but I think your mind had to change a little bit first, but maybe you had to think a little bit more creatively. Well, maybe I could go back to school. Mm. Maybe I could get a loan or maybe I could work two jobs. Is that true? Were you starting to think outside of the box? Um, Maybe not so much in terms of financially, Uh because I mean, those, they want people to go to school. (laughs) You know, that that money's out there. It was for me, it was whether it was finding something that I really wanted to do and spend you know, if I'm going to invest another four years of my life in schooling, I want to make sure that it's something that I really, really want to go and do and something that's going to totally capture my attention and right. I'm, I, it's not going to be an issue for me because then it, at that point it won't be like school. It'll be fun. Right. So yeah. so you started to change your mind about it, but it still had a money component to it. Cause oh, yeah. I see all these dollar signs around you, so I'm sure it had yeah. a money component to it. <laughs> so what started to seep into your brain to allow the particles to change positions so that someone could come in and give you some of those dollar signs? Um, probably the prospect of it being, of it turning out positively rather than negatively. Uh-huh. Of it being one of those things where it's like, well, you know, if I go back to school, it's not going to be bad. You know, I'm going to go back to school, get another degree. You know, it's going to be good for you. You're going to grow, learn, you know, expand your view a little bit more. So That's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, so you started to think differently. The subatomic particles aligned with your thinking and your feelings. And all of a sudden, your father goes, hey, we want to help you out with your education. What do you think? See? (laughs) And that's what I mean. Anything can change at any moment. But our thoughts and our beliefs need to be there first. That's very true. It's really important. And then the unlimited can occur. And even from a skeptic's point of view, you just can't get anything done (laughs) if you're thinking negatively the whole time. It's very challenging. Yeah, it's very challenging. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone? Okay, we've got uh, Laura on the line from Seattle. Hi, Laura. Hello. How are you? Fine, thank you. How are you doing? I am great. What can I do for you? Well, it's funny, that last conversation you were having with Tom was perfect for me because I've been (laughs) a stay-at-home mom for three years, and now I'm kind of wondering if uh, this is the right time to start looking at going back to work. Um, I love love being able to be with my little ones, but there's also a part of me that feels like um, I could use at least some outside 
uh, and part maybe even part time or or full time if it were the right job. Right. Um, but I'm also feeling um, drained, <laughs> tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think so, being a stay at home mom is the hardest job on the planet, personally. <laughs> Really, I, I think it's a very challenging job. It's a wonderful job. It's a blessing, but it's hard. Yes, it mm-hmm. is both. <laughs> so, um, have you already finished formal education? Like, uh, I have a I have a BA. Uh huh. And, and what I, is that in? Uh, broadcast journalism. Mm, that's interesting. And do you like that field? Um, I I I actually love m- many parts of it. That's what I've done ever since I was out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started looking at other related fields and I took some courses in those and just didn't find the passion in those. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but I'm just, part of me thinks that I just, I, I need to start thinking about a completely different field. Um, but you know, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just not quite sure what it is. Where, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, because I'm actually, you know, thinking about you going back to school. That's why I asked if you've, you know, finish your university work, which of course you have. And, and obviously that sounds like a fun and interesting and entertaining field. Um, but I just keep getting school, school, school. And this doesn't yeah. mean you have to go back for four years. Maybe it'll be in um, some sort of internship or something that you participate in workshops on the weekend, you know, or you take a mm-hmm. month long course in something. Um, and so when you think about the things that make you happy these days, I already have an idea. Um, but you know, it's kind of along my line of work. Um, what is it? it, it exactly. <laughs> it's exactly yeah. along your line of work. Absolutely. I, that is just my passion. That's how I, that's every, every book I read is, um, okay. like right now I, I'm reading about the, um, you know, the Abraham, the yes. Abraham book. Love and, their work. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I would love for you to do. You know, start taking classes, attending workshops, um, you know, perhaps become certified in some area of energy mm-hmm. medicine. And, you know, you're, you're a, you have good entrepreneur energy. You're very responsible. If you had your own business, you'd do great follow through. Um, you'd be very organized. So mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah, okay. I, I think you're right on. And, and if the okay. broadcasting isn't doing it for you, although you know, who knows, maybe you'll have a radio show someday and you'll know exactly what to do when you're in the studio. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be down the line. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but follow your passion. I have a big plaque that's hanging on the wall of my house and it says, pay attention to what you love. So when ah. you're when you're co-creating and you're manifesting, it's not about common sense because believe me, I would not have the career today if I listened to my own common sense and the common sense of people who are in my life at that time, because they all told okay. me I was nuts, and <laughs> they did okay. really, and okay. and because they wanted to protect me and make sure that my children and I were going to have a livelihood. Um, yeah. But I love what I do, and when you do what you love, you will become successful. Well, great. I that is that is where I Good. I get energy running through me when I'm reading those kind of books and talking to people like you. Good. <laughs> I, I do love it. Good. I do love it. So, so pay attention. Go ahead. Call you. Maybe I'll call you again and we'll talk about taking some classes that you're Right. And so pay attention to what you love now that you're going to do that and get off the whole, you know, broadcasting thing. And things will come up to you, whether it's another book or a workshop or you meet someone. It's just going to, like, synchronicity, it's going to lead you down the path, if you will, in a positive direction. So pay attention to the signs and just move forward. Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Good luck. I will do that. All Wonderful. right. Thanks a lot. Take You're care. Welcome. Bye. Thank you, you too. So let's go ahead and continue with the phones. Okay. We've got Karen on the line calling from Everett. Hi, Karen. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. And you? I am fabulous. Thank you. What can I do for you? 
Well, I was calling because I've had this unusual um, kind of little lump on my left side under my, mm-hmm. right by my breast bone, uh-huh. I guess, uh-huh. or rib cage. Uh-huh. Right. And I just was wondering if it's something I should be concerned about. Well, I think that whenever you find something a little mysterious that you should go in and have it checked. I do. You know, I, I do believe in holistic medicine, and uh, but I also believe in al- allopathic medicine. I believe that God created all of it. And so I, I think that whatever it is, it's more like a cyst or some fatty tissue is what it feels like to me because it's not in the breast tissue. It's literally below the breast. Is that correct? Yeah, it's by the rib cage. Yeah. You uh, know, I, and I was thinking maybe like what you're thinking too. Right. Or perhaps it's a small local infection or something, you know, and I think it's actually going to resolve on its own. But I would be much happier if you go in and visit your doctor and make sure that it's checked out um, you know, by a, a Western medicine person who, if some diagnostic testing needs to be done, then we're all sure. You, you know, I am also a medical intuitive and people come to see me all the time, like with your mm-hmm. phone call. And I'm mm-hmm. happy to do it and I love it. And my accuracy, I think, is is relatively high. But I also believe in let's be sure. Let's go get a scan or an x-ray or needle biopsy or whatever needs to be done. Because mm-hmm. I, I think our health is precious. And, mm-hmm. and, and so that's what I would do. And I know you're scared. <laughs> And I know you're not super scared, but maybe Western medicine isn't your favorite thing. I'm not sure. Nope. Yeah. So I see you hesitant. And wouldn't it be lovely to go into the office and have a good experience, you know, feel like your needs are, you know, taken care of and that you have a positive communication with the practitioners. Um, So I think you should go in for a couple reasons. Number one, let's be sure. And number two, so that you can start to change your beliefs about allopathic medicine. (laughs) well (laughs) because if you think negatively about it you're going to continue to have negative experiences and like i said earlier i think creation made medicine regular medicine as well as acupuncture you know acupuncture work and um and natural paths i believe all of it is created by creation and they work hand in hand very well together at times and collectively Mm -hmm. the consciousness of the human race isn't ready to just be healed through preventative medicine you know, we have a lot of people who are chronically ill and who need meds um, just to get through the day for now. That'll change right. sometime. Um, and so change, you know, be open to create new subatomic particles about your belief system with medicine. Uh-huh. Would this also affect other parts uh, on my left side? Because it feels like wherever, whatever, like the, my arm and sometimes stuff in my knee, would that all be connected in with this? Well, it depends on what it is. I mean, it's possible that there's something that, you know, that now you're seeing a symptom of something else that's going on in your body. I mm-hmm. think that you really, like you over-worry and you get anxious and then you don't go to the doctor to have it checked out. And then everything else starts to show up too. Although I know some of the aches and pains were there before you noticed this kind of, you know, lump area. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead and go in and let the doctors be nice to you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I think uh-huh. it's important. <laughs> and yeah. and have a great experience so that if you ever need medical attention in the future, that you'll feel comfortable and confident to go in and speak to your practitioner. That's good. Okay? Okay. And then change those particles. In other words, before you go in, you're going to think positively. You're going to feel that you were listened to. You're going to feel like... Um, that you got great advice. So you want to feel those things before you go in on, on your appointment so you can pre-pave your experience. Right. Okay? right. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And keep me posted. I, I would love to know how things turn out. Okay. Thank you. But I think you're fine. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Have uh-huh. a good evening.
Bye-bye. So why don't we continue on with the phones? Okay, we've got uh, Mike on the line from Bothell. Hi, Mike. Hi. How are you? Good. Great. What can I do for you? Well, I'm going through kind of a weird thing this year. Uh-huh. Um, I've been in business for something like 17 years. Uh-huh. And I've always felt like I've controlled it. Controlled? Yeah. <laughs> controlled what? My business. Oh, okay. No, uh, I'm just looking at the word control because I don't think any of us is ever in control, personally. Okay. <laughs> well, I've always felt I was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this year, I don't feel like I'm in control of it at all. Good. I think that's great. You do? Yeah. Because well, because you never were in control anyway. Let me ask you this question. Do you love your job? Lo- no, I love awful. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and so do you think it's normal for people to love what they do for work? Well, I don't know. I've probably not. Okay. So that's your belief system, right? And so, you know, outside in the um, non-physical realm, all these subatomic particles are coming together to prove to you that your belief is real. And I believe the complete opposite. I believe it's normal to have something in our life that we are incredibly gifted and talented at and that we love and that inspires us and brings us tremendous joy. I think that's normal. I don't believe the majority of the population actually have had this experience or experiences it currently, but I think more and more people are actively searching for this experience. And I think that having a lack of control and perhaps some problems in your business this year is because it's time for you to really honestly look at this and make some changes because you're not happy with it. I mean, you're okay, more from a scarcity place, but you're not enjoying it. Doesn't make you happy. Okay. Okay. So first of all, it's about agreeing with that. I mean, of course, you don't have to agree with me, but somehow come into a place that recognizing this is not just about being out of control. This is actually about learning to co-create, learning to give yourself joy, changing things in your life that aren't working, and learning to create and to manifest and to believe that you can have a wonderful life. And, and when I look at you, I don't think you think that on many levels, not just about your work. Okay. Is that true? Um, probably. Okay, so uh, what I would do is sit down and write what you really think about your life, about relationships, um, family, friends, and partners, about your work, about money, what your real feelings are, because we, it's hard to change our beliefs until we know what we really feel about something, and then we can go, wow, so I must believe that I'm not lovable, or that I'll never be successful, or that I'll never be happy, or that I'm always going to be sick. And, and then once we recognize our beliefs, then we can work on changing them by telling ourselves a new story beginning to think outside of the box, like Tom started to gradually think differently about school. And lo and behold, he's going to go to school soon and work more diligently in the area that he loves. So I think you have a little bit of homework to do. Well, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> and um, I, but I have one more question, if you don't mind. Um, it's going to have to be really quick. Okay. I'm wondering if there's something that I'm doing right now that is creating this situation that yep. I'm in. Everything that I just said. Okay. Everything that I just said. And, you know, this will be archived and you'll be able to listen to it online so that you can listen to it again. Or you can download it onto your iPod, all of those good things. Okay. So everything that I just said, you are absolutely correct. You are participating in this manifesting right now. Okay. okay? All right. Thank, Thank you. you for calling in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, so I'm just going to give you a little heads up. We are going to have a guest on the show, on the Marie Manuteri Show, on May 28th. And we are going to have... 
Dr. Steve Stroud. He's a naturopath and an acupuncturist, and he's also a teacher at the Barbara Brenham Hands of Healing. He actually lives in Wenatchee, Washington, so he has his healing practice there, and then he flies to Florida, I think it's once a month, to teach at the Barbara Brenham School of Healing. So he will be a fascinating person to have on the show, and you'll get to call in and ask him questions, and perhaps... um, Maybe you'll drive to Wenatchee and see him professionally. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's one of my joys. I love it. That's why I do it. And I love the calls, and I hope that the answers affect you positively in your life. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And let's all pray. Let's all visualize gorgeous, warm weather (laughs) collectively so that perhaps this weekend we'll have fascinating warmth on our backs as we hike through the mountains around here in Washington. I wish you joyful blessings. Until next time on the Marie Manucheri Show, where energy and medicine meet. guests and callers and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle.